0: This is the Taz and Jim podcast.
1: Our Lady Peace have a busy summer coming up. They are doing some outdoor festivals, including uh, Blue Water Border Fest in Sarnia, and they have the <laughs> the perfect for edibles show, as mm-hmm. Jim calls it. <laughs> the The show they're doing it's like a sit down theater series involving a live performance from Our Lady Peace. And holograms
2: on stage. Yeah, it's the future of music. It's all what we're looking forward to. It's called The Wonderful Future Theatrical Hologram Experience with Our Lady Peace. I
1: like that title. It
2: tells you what it is, kinda. <laughs> yeah, enough <laughs> mystery in there, but it sounds fancy. You know the holograms are going to be there. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be about the future. <laughs> It's going to be in a theater. Yeah, I don't know exactly what to expect, which I think is what they want and they want you to come with, you know, an open mind, see what happens. But yeah, holograms performing. There's going to be like an AI replicate, I think, that's kind of hosting the show. She's from the albums, she's Spiritual the Machines host. albums. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it looks really cool, and the band's very excited about it. What else we got in the world of rock and roll concert tours? Oh, Elton John has added 11 new dates to his North American Farewell Tour. And good news, one of those dates is in Toronto. He was already set to play September the 7th at the Rogers Centre, and Elton's going to stick around and play September the 8th as well. Oh, cool. So an extra chance for you to see Elton John perform live. Your last chance to see Elton John perform live, according to Elton John, in Toronto. I, I don't know. Do You think Elton is one of those guys that's going to have a farewell tour and then say, just
2: kidding? I I don't think he'd be done performing. I think he would probably do shows, but I think as far as North American tours, I could see it legitimately being his last. a full-on tour like this. You may see him at a charity event or make special appearances. Exactly. Or even do like a couple big shows in England. Maybe one, who knows, around the world. But yeah, a full-blown tour, yeah, it's time. And this is unfortunate,
1: but not surprising. The Foo Fighters put out a statement yesterday. Uh, They are canceling... The remainder of their tour after the death of Taylor Hawkins. Here's the statement. It's with great sadness that Foo Fighters confirmed the cancellation of all upcoming tour dates in the light of the staggering loss of our brother Taylor Hawkins. We're sorry for and share in the disappointment that we won't be seeing each other as planned. Instead, let's take this time to grieve, to heal, to pull our loved ones close, and to appreciate all the music and memories we've made together with love foo fighters nice of them to apologize but i don't think the we're sorry was necessary completely understandable that the band is just torn apart is this the end of the foo fighters touring as we knew them maybe
2: Hmm.
1: will this make them stronger as a group maybe but it's up to them and they definitely uh Uh, deserve and need some privacy and time to grieve right now so it's not a huge shock to anybody that the upcoming shows have been canceled
0: this is the taz and jim podcast
1: we're starting as the week goes on to see celebrity reaction on social media to the slap will smith slapping chris rock in the face at the oscars now jim carrey was speaking with gail king and he had some thoughts. He, he definitely thought Will Smith was in the wrong. I was sickened. I was sickened by the standing ovation. I felt like Hollywood is just spineless, on mass. It really felt like, oh, this is... A really clear indication that uh, we're not the cool club anymore.
0: There was some question today about if anyone else had walked from the audience and done that, they would have been escorted out by security or maybe even arrested. The police asked asked Chris if he wanted to file charges. They asked Chris, "Do you want to file charges?" And Chris apparently said, "No, he did not. He doesn't
1: want the hassle. I, I'd, have, I'd have, uh, for announced." This morning that I was suing Will for $200 million, because that video is going to be there forever. It's going to be ubiquitous. You know, that insult is going to last a very long time.
2: Still a chance of that happening. A civil suit. I doubt it. You don't think Rock would do that? Why bother? I mean, they're both rich. I mean, is it really going to punish Will? I mean, you can't get slapped by a man, then sue him, I think. You know, I, I, you know. Are you kidding me? (sighs) If I saw my opportunity to make two hundred million dollars,
1: I don't care who I'm suing. I'm suing them if they've got the money. Chris Rock's already worth sued
2: multi, uh, probably over a hundred million already. He doesn't need the money, and you know how I, much I, is Jim Carrey worth? Because he said he would have sued him for two hundred million. It's easy to say you would, but I, I feel like Chris Rock. I think it's a personality type if you would sue somebody or not for that. Well, we'll find out in the coming days whether or not. Uh, maybe
1: rock heard jim carrey say that he's like oh hold on a second at least get 10 mil (laughs) Let's call the lawyer explore this a little bit here's more of jim carrey it came out of nowhere because will has something going on inside him that's frustrated and i i i wish him the best i really do i don't i don't you know Mm -hmm. i don't have anything against will smith he's done great Mm -hmm. things You know, it's nice to hear Jim Carrey sounding sane again. Yeah, this is refreshing. Because there was a while there where he was
2: a little bit uh, out there. He he didn't even believe we were living in reality. Like, he was that guy saying, none of this is real, you know. but When you
1: get to that level of fame, I feel like if you're an A-lister,
2: like you will have a point
1: in your life where you go a little bit bonkers. And and the lucky ones get reeled back in, but... It happened to Will Smith on Sunday. That was his moment. Mm -hmm. As we said, like Tom Cruise jumping on the couch, uh, Jim Carrey saying we don't live in reality, where he just went, he he lost it. He lost
2: his grasp on on what is acceptable. Yeah, he he just let his emotions take over, obviously. I think we all saw it in Will's eyes, and it heard it in his voice that this was... This wasn't a guy, you know, who, who out of principle did it. He did it out of pure blinding emotion, it seems.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. You
2: ever been late for work? A couple times. Should your boss just
1: uh, roll over and take it, or is it okay to punish an employee when they show up late? Jim, you, uh, you're getting worked up over this article here.
2: Well, it's just like, how much are we coddling people nowadays? I know there's a... lot. Yeah, (laughs) does it need to be asked? But especially, I think, with the employee and employer relationship, and there is a lot of positive changes that I think are happening and and long overdue changes. But at what point are we going too far and expecting too little from from our our fellow workers? Case in point, BlogTO published this article. It says, Toronto restaurant under fire for penalizing employees who are late to work. So basically somebody uh, posted, uh, I don't know where they found the image, but they posted a picture of a policy that this restaurant, downtown Toronto, posted, and uh, posted it online. And it said, uh, where is it here? If you're late for work. Yeah, so it says, if if you're late for work by five minutes... Uh, we will take $5 off your... Here it is. Let me... From $5... Anyone who's late for work will deduct $5 from their tips and this will go towards the store's bubble tea fund. However, if you were late multiple times and the manager has informed you with a quote last warning, then this will be a different situation. So somebody was so upset by that small thing. They weren't even taking necessarily their paycheck away. It was $5 from the tips, which is, you know, people rely on the tips and they are underpaid, less than minimum wage. So there is something to be said there. Uh, but uh, It's also
1: th- something to be said about showing up for work on time
2: Certainly, but somebody was so upset about that they posted that online and then the restaurant got wind of it because it was kind of gaining steam and said, yeah, you know what? We're, let's make it simple Zero tolerance on attendance from now on Anyone who's late one more time will be terminated Thanks for your reference so the uh, so this uh, restaurant is a small chain. It has places across Canada. So this goes up the chain to the owners of the actual company. They come back and say, "Sorry, this was not our policy at all. This is a local manager, an inexperienced manager who was hired to relaunch the young location, and that late and that lateness." Uh, penalization is not a company policy, but did happen due to lack of experience from our manager. They're taking action, and this will definitely not happen again, and it was inappropriate and unprofessional." <laughs> unprofessional? If you show up, I know it's only five minutes, but if you're expected to be somewhere... Yeah. And, and, and you know, you should be there. And and then, you know, in, these article, in this article, they're quoting a lot of the comments online saying, Well, what about traffic? Well, what about this? Yes, that happens. Uh huh. And, and and you know an employer can can be give you some leeway if they if they believe you, but if that c- consistently happens, leave home earlier. Right. It's not rockets. I used to work at a factory, and you'd punch, You'd have to punch in. I was used to about a to minute say, late. You know who
1: who would be going crazy listening to this right now? Anyone that works at a factory and has to punch in.
2: Yeah, or a restaurant. You know when you show up and you're opening a restaurant, and the one person doesn't show up. Now you're doing their work for them. They saunter in. Is that fair? That's the one thing they say if even if you have no skill this is something I, I like people would tell me constantly growing up you know if you talk to a mentor or something like that it's like all you need to do is show up on time. Yeah. That is like that's the bare minimum and you can be the dumbest person on the planet but if you show up on time and you're reliable you will be respected
1: and you might get a free bubble tea. <laughs> this is the Taz and Jim podcast. We hate scams. Yep. We always uh, try and warn our listeners when there's something out there that uh, where people are trying to take advantage of them, and we got a, a text message from one of our listeners about something. What, yeah. what is
2: it? A few, actually. This must be just going around the area. Uh, this is from Paula. She says, at 4.37 a.m. today, I received a text from the Ontario party to fight inflation saying they're giving all people in Ontario $500 and directing me to go to this link, http slash ontarioparty.com, for details. Is this real or just another scam? Definitely a scam. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's ever texting you. This is just a rule of thumb. Nobody will ever text you from an unknown number to give you free money. It doesn't happen. Use an abundance of caution if you see a text message like that on your phone.
1: And by abundance of caution, I mean don't fall for it.
2: Yeah, yeah. And don't even click the link out of curiosity thing and I'll be able to navigate my way through this. If you click the link, sometimes like a spyware virus or something is downloaded onto your phone right away. Yeah. It can grab your like uh, pin codes and stuff. Like this message
1: I got in my Facebook uh, inbox this morning. It's from my uncle, and it says, "Look who just died." Sad emoji. And there's a link here. Uh, that's not a real obituary, obviously. He he fell for it, and then they get into your yeah your Facebook contacts, and they send that same message out to everyone in your contact list.
2: Yeah, I oh, I always get one, and it's like oh, I can't believe I found this video of you or something. Right. And I used to drink a lot. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, no, what have I done? Is this you in this yeah. picture? And then I've almost clicked and I said, wait a sec. I don't Hang talk to this person here. ever.
1: <laughs> yeah. So in that situation, you, you respond to the person you know and be like, uh, did you just send me a message? Yeah. But yeah. clicking links, not a good idea. No. And, uh, and it's not very often that strangers will send you text messages and actually want to give you free money.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a crazy world, man. Yeah, it'd be nice, though. Imagine if there were just like, if like Elon Musk, you know, had a couple of whiskeys one night and just started e te- transferring people free money. Rando numbers? Yeah, just for fun. We should send him a bottle of whiskey. See, <laughs> see if it <laughs> happens. <laughs>
1: Ezra Miller is the actor who plays The Flash currently in the Justice League movies, the Snyderverse, as they call it. Okay. Uh, he's going to be in the, uh, the, 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 the his solo movie, The Flash, which is coming out this year. Um, publicity stunt? Maybe. He was arrested Sunday night at a karaoke bar in Hawaii. Uh-oh. The reason he was arrested... He was yelling obscenities and becoming annoyed when people started singing.
2: Why are you going to a karaoke bar, bro? <laughs> it's a valid question. <laughs> and he, to, to he be even arrested. got up.
1: He even got up and took the microphone away from a 23 year old woman who was trying to sing her karaoke song.
2: <laughs> Why? I'm Ezra Miller. It's my, this is better than Ezra. <laughs> I, I'm the Flash. You
1: can't even see me. I'm so fast. Just take the microphone
2: away. Pew! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how how belligerent do you have to be at a bar to get arrested? I mean, you can get kicked out of a bar if you're belligerent, but to to get arrested... Well, this guy was caught
1: on camera a while back uh, assaulting some woman on on video, like a cell phone video came out, and he like clotheslined some woman or pushed some woman. Remember this? I don't think so.
2: starting to think these hollywood people are a little violent a little out of touch or something bar owner
1: apparently asked him to calm down several times ezra didn't listen he also lunged at a 32 year old man who was playing darts (laughs) he's going after (laughs) everybody Do you want to mess with the guy who has the darts in his hand (laughs) uh released on 500 bail there is a mugshot we'll post it on the uh, the taz and jim facebook page
2: but not a good look yeah, unless unless he's supposed to be a bad boy, and this is, I mean, hitting a woman, obviously, f- f- uh, way too far. I, I I don't think this is a publicity stunt. The guy's just out of control, I guess, eh? Yeah. Jason hmm. Momoa would never do anything like no, this. No, he's a good guy. Yeah. Momoa
1: would clothesline Ezra Miller, <laughs> so I'm acting like this at a karaoke oh, bar.
2: He'd be on stage. He'd be doing Islands in the Stream with a stranger having a good time. Yeah. That's Momoa. Love Aquaman.
1: <laughs> Sorry, The Flash. Aquaman used to be the worst superhero. Here, <laughs> quickly ruining The Flash for everybody.
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: Hey, one thing that the uh, pandemic ha- has really thwarted was our plan to go see the new Top Gun movie. <laughs> <laughs> Have you no mercy, COVID. COVID? What the heck? It was supposed to come out two summers ago, right? Hmm. Like, the summer that the pandemic broke out, the Top Gun uh, Maverick film was supposed to be in IMAX in theaters. Hmm. And a lot of these movies, they just went ahead and released them on uh, streaming services... Not this one.
2: Tom Cruise would not
1: allow that. Tom Cruise flew his own jet for this movie. Yeah. He's not going to let you stream it. For free. <laughs> so, good news. We have a new trailer, and we now know when the movie is going to be in theaters. Here's a little uh, snippet of Top Gun Maverick. Here we go. In three, two,
0: here is the best there is. Who the hell are they gonna get to teach us?
2: Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Oh boy. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You were here at the request of Admiral Kazanski, aka Iceman. What the hell? Good
0: morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. We're going into combat on a level no living pilot's ever seen. Not even him. You think up there you're dead. Believe me. <laughs> My dad believed in you. I'm not gonna make the same mistake. Oh, any fun yet?
2: Yes. Oh, I yeah. <laughs> the, the theme. The
1: slow piano version uh, of the Top Gun theme. So you know this one's gonna be emotional. <sighs> My dad trusted you. I will make the same mistake. What has Maverick done between the first movie and now that people still don't trust him? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I love it. I love the movies where they have the anti-hero and like literally in the first film, they will save the world. Yet in the sequel, people still don't trust them.
2: This is like, I, I w- recently watched Ghostbusters 2, and at the start of Ghostbusters 2, everybody hates the Ghostbusters or doesn't know who they are. They saved New York City from a giant marshmallow man four years ago. We still talk about Sully Sullenberger landing the plane in the river in New York. Yeah, but, but the can Ghostbusters. You
1: imagine if there was a giant marshmallow man?
2: Yeah. Oh, those Ghostbusters. Oh. Now,
1: yeah, that rings a bell. What are
2: they doing now? <laughs> Performing at children's parties? What? <laughs>
1: Yeah, Maverick, let me make this perfectly clear You weren't my first choice And I don't like you <laughs> Well, give me two hours And I'll win you over by the end of the movie Yeah, I've got a feeling that might happen
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast
1: We want to talk some football here First off, congratulations to All the Portuguese, Canadians out there listening Portugal, 2 nothing win over North Macedonia yesterday. They're going to the World Cup. Mm-hmm.
2: Revenge for the Italian killers. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, that must feel good to, to be, uh, you know, Portuguese uh, soccer fans and Italian soccer fans. Fierce rivalry. Sure. It must be good for Portugal to beat the team that eliminated Italy. Mm-hmm to solidify their place in the tournament. Kind of a bummer for Egypt, man. This story
2: is uh, like, talk about bad sportsmanship by fans. Yeah, they were playing Senegal yesterday, and the Senegal fans had multiple green laser pointers that they were pointing at uh, Egypt uh, during the shootouts. They went to shootouts after the full-time. And not only was it like in the shooter's eyes, but also in the goalie's eyes, and for some reason, Egypt just went ahead and just continued to play and took these shots. Like the final shot uh, was a guy named Mo Salah, who plays for Liverpool. And this guy's been around for long enough that I'm shocked that he didn't just not take the shot and just be like, I I got lasers in my eyes. And this is something that people smuggle into arenas all the time. We've seen it football a lot when uh, kickers are about to kick a field goal. Generally, they can trace the guy down and kick him out. I don't know what security's like at Senegal uh, soccer stadiums, but... If the shooter doesn't shoot the game's not going to finish so somebody's got to stop the lasers like yeah. there's going to be security stopping it if not the fans themselves policing themselves so the game will continue Can you
1: feel the laser in your eye? I've never really shot
2: one in there or is it does it just mess up your vision? No, it like, I only know from... Oh, I probably played around them as kids, but especially if you go to, like, a club or something like that, like a rave or something, and they got the laser show going, and you'll, you'll get one in the eye every once in a while, it completely blinds you. Your whole eye goes whatever color the laser is. Yeah. So, there, I mean, there's, there's video here. There's no sound, unfortunately, but you can see how bad it is. There is... I don't know, 20 lasers on this guy's face? It looks like like there's snipers in the crowd. Yeah, but it's far enough away that the laser dot is the size of a tennis ball. So it's covering half his face. And yeah, he he blasted over the crossbar. Senegal wins. But I'm just shocked that the Egypt coach didn't tell his team, settle down, no rush, don't take the shot.
1: You should almost get another shot in that situation. If you say, check the tape, I had a laser beam in my eyeball the refs should be like, okay, well, uh, sorry, fans, you just screwed it up for your team mm-hmm. because Egypt gets another shot at it.
2: There's no way the the refs didn't see this. It's, there's a rave going on on this guy's face and jersey. <laughs> it's impossible to miss. I can't believe the, the officials even let it continue, but here we are. Well,
1: hopefully they're patting people down before the uh, World Cup matches because the last thing we need is Canada's World Cup glory to be foiled by a laser beam. (laughs)
0: This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.
1: The big question going through everyone's mind on Sunday when they witnessed Will Smith slapping Chris Rock over a joke that Rock made about Jada Pinkett Smith. What was going through everyone's mind was, I wonder what OJ Simpson thinks about this. (laughs) And thankfully, we now have the answer. You know, OJ has become quite savvy on the social media over oh, the yeah. past couple of years. Well, it looks like he was golfing down I, I want to say like maybe Florida or something. He's golfing down south and after the round went to a Hooters. <laughs> I'm just guessing it's a Hooters based on the color scheme on the patio of the bar he's at. Either a Hooters or an a <laughs> <laughs> A lot of orange going, going on here. But he took some time to kind of go to a, a quieter area of the bar patio to give his thoughts to everyone on Twitter about Will Smith and Chris Rock. The question I've been getting is Will Smith and Chris Rock. Hey, look, it was unfortunate. I, I, I think Will was wrong uh look i understood the feeling now uh, in my life i've been
0: through a lot of crap and i was raising two young kids and every comedian in the country had an oj routine and don't think i wouldn't want to be slapped a couple of those guys but you gotta accept it's it's humor and i didn't even think that was
1: all that egregious. i thought it was a semi-unfunny joke but i i i don't know I hate to agree with O.J. Simpson, but I thought there was way more insulting things Chris Rock could have said.
2: Yeah, that's, that is funny though because it was semi-unfunny or I don't know, semi-funny. It wasn't funny. It was a lame joke, and, and he said it all. He does off.
1: have another valid point. Is there anyone that has been ripped by late-night television more than O.J. Simpson in his lifetime? Uh, some would say deservedly so. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, you could nitpick a few things he's done here and there. I can think maybe Bill Clinton would be the only right. other guy who's had more comedy based around him. as a, I guess he's a celeb, but... O.J. goes on. I don't get it. I know this.
1: After what happened to me in Las Vegas? If I would have done that in front of a billion people watching around the world, they would have given me... Life without. It. I'm just saying. Hey, take care. I'm just saying. Anyways, my fries are up. I got to get back to my table here.
2: <laughs> they would have thrown me in jail. I would never get the benefit of the doubt. If I had stabbed those two people at
1: the Oscars, man, they would have put me in jail for life. Or would they have?
2: <laughs> I like that he's like the most jovial guy. Like, does anybody care what O.J. Simpson has to say? But I find it entertaining every time. Hello, Twitter world. Hello. Guys on Catch hey, Twitter, Twitter world, then. how
1: are you? It's O.J. Simpson. <laughs> I'm super happy now because I should be in prison still. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, hey, take care. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.